Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to the Quarantine Happy Hour. We're back again. Um, I know I've been gone for a minute, um, but I'm back. Um, and I brought a special guest with me this time. Um, very good friend of mine, uh, actually family, um, Mr. Reggie Jackson. Um, Y'all show some love for Reggie. Um, and basically, the reason why we're back is so important right now for us to vote, you guys. Um, right now is more important than any time than I can ever remember other than the time that Barack Obama was um, elected president. Um, but right now, um, we have some, some, a lot of division in this country. And it's, you know, it's, it's very important to vote. Um, and with that being said, I just want to chime in to ask you a question, Reggie. Um, how important is voting to you? And why do you think that it should be important to everyone else? Well, before I answer that question, I want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of your show. And I would like to say hello to everyone out there. Uh, listen to uh, the Quarantine Happy Hour. I'm glad to have you here, brother. <laughs> glad to have you here, man. Uh, glad you came. As far as voting is concerned, uh, it shouldn't be a question to anyone whether or not they should, they should vote, especially uh, people of color. And the reason I say that is because... Uh, Many of our ancestors uh, put their life on the line for us to have this very right. Uh, it hasn't always been our right to vote. Uh, and with, and, and with, uh, with an understanding of that, uh, that should, it should be a no-brainer for everyone to at least cast their vote, whether uh, you're casting it for the good guy or, or the bad guy or, or the lesser of two evils, however you want to look at it. But you should, uh, all, every, excuse me, everyone should, should at least uh, cast their vote. It's very important, especially, like you said, with this election here that we're involved in. Uh, in my opinion, we, we got to get the guy that's in, currently in office out of there. And uh, it's going to take, uh, take everyone coming out and uh, casting their vote. But, yeah, yeah, it's very important. I, I absolutely agree. I agree 100%, man. Um, Say that again. I'm sorry, man. You went out. You're. Yes, I said we owe it to our ancestors, and not yeah. only that, uh, uh, the, we got to think about the, the children of the future as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, so we owe, we owe, we owe it to our kids, and uh, and and we got to get out there and vote, man. We we cannot uh, uh, let this go by and, and just think it's uh, it doesn't your vote doesn't count. Your vote counts. Uh, the people wouldn't have died. Uh, for us to have the right if it wasn't uh, necessary, if it, if it didn't count. So, yeah, it's very important. Um, you know, and, and, and I agree 100%, man. Um, so many people, you just said something that was very interesting um, because a lot of people out there, I have actually talked with people and spoke with people who have actually said that their vote wouldn't count. You know, um, right now he was going to win. Uh, uh, Donald Trump would win regardless. Um, and it's almost like, um, he personally have them brainwashed. And um, I know for a fact that now there's just as many people working in this system uh, to see that it's a fair um, election, um, just as many as uh, of those that who aren't. And speaking of that, and let me tell you why, another reason why it's so important to vote right now. Um, another reason why it's so important to vote is because right now, remember at the beginning, there was Russian interference in the election in the first place. 
Okay, and Trump dismissed it um, um, with the uh, uh, Russian interference in the election after it was um, proven to him by the FBI and the CIA. Um, they had the, the proof. They put it in his face um, and he dismissed it. Plain and simple. Um, he was trying to pretty much blame it on uh, the Democratic Party. But anyway, the thing with Charlottesville, you know, um, our president actually said that there were very fine people on both sides. Now, it was at that point um, when I saw it, you know, <laughs> I'm like, OK, so the far right, you mean Nazis and um, the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan is something that this country um, now condemns. Are you, we are supposed to because it's no different than a, uh, a terrorist. You know, um, these groups have been known to for murder, um, known for uh, uh, um, all types of things against people that wasn't um, um, white, pretty much. I mean, and a nationalist. Uh, speaking of nationalists, uh, Donald Trump also, when he was first elected, appointed a far right nationalist um, as his chief strategist. Um, and that name, that man being uh, Steve Bannon. Now this very guy's been um, investigated on um, embezzling money from Trump supporters. You know what I mean? Everyone in this guy's camp so far have either been investigated or arrested. Um, right. And so it's, it's important right now to vote. And I understand <clears throat> some people that I've talked to saying that, you know, Trump have, there's been some things, some positive things that Trump have, has done, um, you know, um, and, 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 and a lot of those positive things was just really a snowball that started from Obama. But I'm not going to get into that right now. But um, do you remember that? You remember what happened in Charlottesville, right? How did you feel about that? What happened in Charlottesville? Uh, well, with respect to Charlottesville, that was a hor horrible situation, man. Uh, and it was just unbelievable that he would say the things that he said regarding uh, those very fine people. Uh, I, I, I shouldn't have been shocked, but I was really, really shocked to hear the president of the United States uh, utter, utter those words. It was, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. And as far as uh, the people that are saying that their vote does, don't count, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We we have to really, really focus, turn our focus rather to educating our people. You know, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of our people are not educated about our, our history. And once they understand our history, uh, then I think it, they will be more inclined to uh, go out there and vote. You know, they 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 know about it. They they've heard rather about the civil rights movement. Uh, you know, uh, but those individuals that are saying, well, my vote don't count, my vote don't count. Those are the ones who really don't understand uh, what it took for us to have this privilege and this right to vote. You know, um, you, you, so you, 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 uh, that's, that's, that's what I like to kind of zero in and focus <coughs> on, just talking to people, talking to Excuse our me. people, convincing them to, to actually exercise their vote. And I think that if we can do, if we can do, if everyone uh, in their neighborhood can do that, you know, I think we'll be okay. Uh, you're absolutely right, man. I agree with you 100 <clears throat> percent. And, you know, with that being said, you know, also a lot of people. All right. And, and, and I, I'm not really changing the subject because this is important because I have a, friends of all nationalities. 
I have friends of all nationalities. I have black friends. I have white friends. I have um, Latino friends. Um, I have um, uh, Middle Eastern friends. I have Asian right. friends. You know, I have people of all nationalities, Africans. I, I mean, I can go on and on and on. And these are genuine people that I associate with that, you know, I actually call friends. Um, and with that being said, but now, since this president, I've never seen so much division. And even in some of those people, as far as the, the difference that we have in opinions, it still goes back to, okay, now that we're talking about police brutality. All right. So this has been around for a long time. Um, right. And um, their thing is, well, all of the rioters and this and that, you know, I understand that where you're coming from, because I'm, you know, I wouldn't go out and riot or anything like that. But Martin Luther King once said that rioters was the voice of the unheard. Okay. So can you hear me now? All right. Um, these things happen with, um, it, 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 you know, another good example, how they blackballed um, 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 Kaepernick, how they blackballed this man. All right. Now, all of a sudden, the NBA stepped their game up. Congrats to the NBA. Much respect for that. Um, Laker fan, y'all, Laker fan right here. Um, congrats to that. Um, but they have stepped up in such a big way in using their platform, okay, and speaking out against racial injustice. It's 2020. Since Trump has been president, we've moved backwards. We've moved backwards. We have more. Now I'm seeing more racial groups. Um, and then, like, um, even some of the people that I know um, that are friends with me on Facebook, I've seen, you know, things about the rioters or um you know how bad that is but never in those conversations do i hear how bad you know with the uh, um murdering of black people by police um or law enforcement and, the re and i say this to say is if you can only speak on the rioting rioting that that came after the fact then you're part of the problem you know i mean how do you feel about uh police brutality uh reggie uh, well, that's that's a loaded question, uh, James. Uh, my thinking is that uh, it's like you said, it's been going on for years. Uh, the problem, I think, I think uh, if I'm not, I don't want to misquote anyone, but I think it was Will Smith who said uh, it's been going on, but it's just now it's just getting filmed, you know. Mm -hmm. So and so that, that that is certainly the truth, man. It's been going on for years, and the way to, to combat that is by, uh, number one, holding the police officer, uh, officers accountable Absolutely. for the action. Absolutely. Uh, that's number one. And, and, and the way you do that, the uh, body cam has to be on at all times. Anytime the body cam is not on uh, for a malfunction or what have you, uh, then uh, it's going to be, uh, they, sh they should be charged or, or, or reprimanded uh, for that situation. Uh, number two, uh, they also have to uh, take into account that. Uh, excuse me, James. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no problem, man. No problem. No problem. No, they, also have, they also have to take into account that my my daughter came here <laughs> and got a sidetrack for a second. Hey, it's all good, they man. Have, Family man, y'all. Family have, man. <laughs> they also have to take into account that, uh, you know, uh, the training. Uh, what it is, man, when it comes to the training, uh, that has to be reevaluated. 
because it's being so consistent for so long with the with the police brutality and the murdering of, of unarmed black men and women, it comes down to training. And so my thinking, my, my thought process is that, you know, apparently it's, it's normal for them to act, feel like they can execute black men and women. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and and for, for whatever reason, uh, they're, they're always getting off. And so my, my, my thing is the, the whole uh, training aspect of when, she, when, when you should remove your gun from your holster, uh, when you, whenever you should shoot fire on someone, all of that has to be reevaluated. All of it. Yeah, uh, I, I, and uh, you know, I, I agree. And something I want to add to that, um, because I, I, in my mind, um, because it, it's almost like, you know, as you know, we have to have the talk with our kids as black men. We have to have the talk with our daughters and our sons um, about if you get pulled over by um, law enforcement, if you approached in public somewhere in a public place by law enforcement. Um, and so we have to do that. But. OK, listen, we had a brief interrupt, uh, interruption there, but we're back. Um, um, anyway, we, we was talking about everything that was going on. Um, but my question to you was, do you feel like law enforcement kind of targets young black men to keep them from, um, um, you know, applying for jobs in law enforcement, um, be, you know, giving them records? How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I wouldn't take it that far. Um, I do think that uh, I do believe in uh, that there is a thing called racial profiling. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as targeting uh, black and brown people, uh, so that they would not uh, go into law enforcement, enforcement. Uh, that thought has never occurred to me. Uh, I seriously believe that, you know, it's it's just a, a desire thing when it comes to law enforcement, whether or not they want to become a police officer or go into the criminal justice field. I think that's merely on the, up to the individual. Well, and, you know, I, I agree with that up to a certain extent. And the reason why I say I agree with that up to a certain extent, because you take a young man who you know, let's say in a, in a, in a, in a um, lower income neighborhood um, who's actually gotten in trouble, you know, who's given up, who was disrespected at an early age, who's been stained, um, you know, um, and been treated as less than a person at a young age. Um, they're less likely to even think that they have a shot um, at becoming a law enforcement officer. And see, the thing is, I think we need to level the playing the playing fields as far as how many people that we have um, in the law enforcement. Instead of it being 80-20, white versus black, you know, I would like to see more of I, it. would be beautiful if it was 50-50, whereas now you have these guys saying, hey, man, that's wrong. And these guys saying, hey, man, that's wrong, whether that be a, a black officer or a white officer. Uh, for any reasons, if, a, 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 you know, if it's a black officer and he's disrespecting um, um, a, a white uh, suspect or person um, in the wrong way and that white officer sees it, I would expect him to speak up because that's the right thing to do. And on the same side for if it's a if, if it's a, 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 a black officer who sees that white officer mistreating or disrespecting someone of a color, you know, I he's most likely is going to step up and say something because he's tired of it. He's, you know, he's been experienced things, you know, that's happened to him before in the past. But I, I think that would help a lot too, because we just need more people in law enforcement of color. 
and not just black. I mean, you know, whether that be Mexican, uh, who, you know, the different nationalities. That's because this is the United States of America, not the divided states of America. And that, that is true. Uh, but I, I think where that is concerned, I still believe that that comes down to uh, uh, desire uh, of the individual. See, what it is, in my opinion, is is the job of an officer, a police officer, more specifically, is does it appeal to uh, young African-Americans, you know, uh, or, or people of color? Does that type of work appeal to us? And so that's what I think that if the if there was a more conscious effort of, of the uh, law enforcement field, criminal justice field, to pursue um, young black talent, then, you know, and make it appealing to us, then, then I can see that taking place. But I, I seriously think that a lot of us just aren't interested. Uh, that's, that's one of the reasons well, let me ask you this question, Reggie. You said you, you feel like a lot of us aren't interested. Interested? Why do you think that is? I, I think it's just something that is just not that appealing because, especially now, for example, uh, they a lot of people s- tend to think that uh, you know uh, the the police officers are our, our enemies. You know. Uh, because especially what's going on in the news now, even mm-hmm. and even before this social media age, you know that's kind of been the uh, the the thought process associated with police officers. They are, uh, you know, a lot of them are no good, um, dirty. Uh, they just have a they hide behind their badge, that type of thing. Um, and so, with that being with, with that thought in mind, a lot of the kids and and young adults uh, kind of shy away from pursuing that because of the stereotypes that's associated with being a police officer. That's that's what I think. Uh, but I, like you said, I do agree that there should be more uh, uh, people of color within the ranks. And I also think that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, in the low-income neighborhoods, uh, more of us uh, uh, familiar faces uh, need to be wearing those uh, those uniforms. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, because they can relate to us a lot more. Oh, absolutely. Uh, better than, absolutely. than people, uh, people yeah. of other uh, nationalities and ethnic and, backgrounds. And, and I must say that being in law enforcement is not an easy job either. Um, it is not. Because no. uh, my uncle was actually the chief of police um, in, right here in Goldsboro, North Carolina. He was the chief of police um, and did it successively, uh, successfully uh, for quite a few years for quite some time so you know until he retired of course and at that time and 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 i'm saying this to bring up something that happened right after he retired um when they retired well when he retired um i remember we had a flood and i was down in north carolina at the time and i was going one way you know and there was some guys on the back of a truck i'll never forget this um and um, we was just going to cut to the right, and they told us no, blah, 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 after they just let a car go. I said, I just want to cut. He was like, look, listen, we're, we're the police around here. I said, look, man, I understand that. My uncle used to be the chief of police. And the guy pointed to that. I said, well, this is the new chief of police. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yo. and, it, and the look that he gave me was like, I was, I was the worst of the worst because I said my uncle was the chief of police, which he was. And like I said, did it successfully. Um, right. but 
and it, and it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. You know what I mean? And and it was at that point it had became to authority thing, which I I respect right. it. You know, I won't try to get shot. Um, right. <laughs> you know, said so. I went the other way anyway. You know. Right. But you know, all of this has gotten it's now in the forefront more than ever. The president has a lot to do with the the heat the the fire i mean the 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 fuel that's been added to the flame um right and basically because you know he won't call it what it is he won't call murder what it is um right like now people are all upset again we've always been upset but now this new thing with the uh, case with the brianna taylor um and the officers who were not charged in her murder which you know um I mean, I know it was a negligence, but mm. you killed an innocent human being. And right. somebody should have to, I mean, it, put it this way. If I went and killed someone and went to the judge and said, I'm sorry I killed him, I'm so sorry, he was the wrong guy. Now, would they charge me for murder? Do you think they'll charge me for murder or manslaughter or something? What do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know that 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 would be the case, and in this particular in that particular case with uh, Miss Taylor, um, that was just just a sad situation, man. And there again, uh, this is an example of why um, the overall um, justice system needs an over overhaul. Uh, the laws. Um, the, 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 the way in which um, law enforcement officers uh, operate, uh, but, their tactics. But you know what? But you know what, though, Reggie? This is another reason why I say that, you know, those people who are so, anti, you know, so anti, well, yeah, pro-Trump, um, um, those are the ones who never, ever, or, or always want to turn a blind eye on that situation what people are, are protesting for um, what people are rioting about you turn a blind eye even right now only thing you can only thing they can really talk about right now is the rioters all right donald trump actually um pretty much sick the police on on peaceful protesters just to take a photo op do you remember that when he went in front of the church took the picture with the bible holding it in his hand like you know what i mean i don't right. know what that was supposed to be but you know it was like authority wins every time even through pe peaceful protesting so we're back again you guys and um basically you know what me and reggie is talking about is the reason why it's so important to vote um you see what's going on um, in the White House right now, and it's caused all kinds of confusions. We're just, you know, just, you know, taking a responsibility and explaining to our friends, uh, you know, why it's so important to vote right now. You know, there's a lot of chaos out here. Um, there's a lot of, you know, confusion, a lot of separation. Um, people are confused with the virus and so forth. Um, we got a lot going on, and it's very important to vote now, you know, um, the damage has already been done with uh, the COVID-19. Um, it spread it in a way that I think could have been prevented 
um, but it's still important to vote so that we can get somebody competent enough um, in the uh, White House um, that can, you know, make proper decisions based on um, just based on facts, not on um, uh, not on politics. And um, how do you feel about that, Reggie? Uh, you're exactly right. You said a mouthful there, man. We need someone that's competent that can make uh, uh, good decisions, man. Uh, that's based, that's what it boils uh, boils down to. Someone that's competent. Right now, the the administration that we have right now just has they, they have not proven uh, to be our presidential, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Uh, but uh, the if you if you're if you're eligible. Uh, and if you're able, you need to go out there and vote because we need uh, to get uh, 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 someone else in the White House, and and that's someone else uh, being Joe Biden and and and, and Ms. Harris. So we I need agree. them in there, and and, and hopefully uh, we can get this thing turned around. Yeah, um, make sure you guys vote. And listen, let me speak out also to um, our you know our Latino friends um, and family. Um, you know, Mexican, um, you know, Latin, it, it, listen, one of the first things that Trump did when he came into office um, was sent ICE out and, uh, you know, all over the United States and separated all kinds of families. I mean, just broke them apart, separated them. These are families, people who work with you, work with me. Um, I, I mean, that's that's. First of all, you know, these are people who, you know, not everyone is rapists and killers and things of that nature. These are people who come looking for freedom, looking for democracy, people who come to this country who's just looking to try to have a better life. And the first thing, one of the first things that he did was separate, separate you guys. All right. So and <clears throat> he even tried to penalize uh, uh a lot of sanctuary cities um, uh, uh, for migrants, people who just go and just work in their, their, you know, for a really low income, trying to make a difference, trying to help their family at home in Mexico, whether that be Mexico or what, wherever, here in the States. And he tried to penalize those cities for having migrant workers. A lot of people don't know that. And, you know, there's a lot of Latinos here that don't record. There's Latinos that support Trump. And if you're a Latina and you support Trump, it's almost as bad as being, you know, and I don't, I'm not calling anyone out, but it's almost as bad as being a black person supporting Trump, knowing that he's a racist. So, you know, to you, it's very important that, you know, a lot of you can register and vote. It's in, it, it, right now is very important for you because, What's going to happen after he's elected again? He's going to start his cycle all over again because ICE is going to come out. I had, let me say this. I had one friend. I was in New York. I was in Manhattan. And um, he introduced me to one of his partners who's Asian. ICE stopped and uh, uh, came aboard a subway train and asked everybody for their ID. Most of them who wasn't American they took him away. And I'm not just saying Latinos because he was Asian. He said he had never been as scared in his life. It was the first time he was that scared. 
they pulled him off the train. He was able to come back. You know, he was able to go. But the guy who was with him, who was also Asian, wasn't. This is why it's so important to vote right now. Please vote right now. Cast your vote. Reggie, tell them how important that is right now, man. It's very important to vote, guys. Like I said, uh, just think about this. Uh, years ago, people of color had the right to vote. Our ancestors fought for our right to be able to vote. Now we have the right. Yep. And uh, they knew, and, and you should know that it's very important to vote because they wouldn't have died, they wouldn't have risked their lives uh, and fighting for us to have this right if it didn't mean anything. So make sure on November the 3rd, uh, you go out and vote. If you can, <clears throat> early vote. Take a friend. And from today on, just every day you, you come across your buddies, your coworkers. Not I know you're not supposed to talk about politics at work. Well, people uh, that you're yeah. that you're closely associated with, talk about voting, the importance of voting. Make yeah, that a daily it, conversation. It's important until, until November the third. It's important. And make sure that when you go to the polls, you take a friend. Whenever you get a phone call or a text message, you ask, "Hey, oh, have you voted yet? When are you planning on voting?" Let's that let's make that the primary uh, topic topic of conversation from now. Until November 3rd. Yeah, and if you're watching and this, exercise our right. Yeah, and, and if you're watching this right now, listen, you can start with your family, then start with your friends and ask your family to do the same thing. Just tell their friends. And like um, Reggie said, you know, um, bring somebody to the poll with you. Uh, I talked to a friend of mine tonight. I'm not going to say any names. He said this year is the first time he's this. This will be the first time that he has ever voted, period. And I mean, that's big because the last time that people, a lot of people who had voted for the first time, um, that was when Barack Obama was elected president. That was the last time that, that you know, people came to the polls because, they, you know, most of them didn't come to the poll this time uh, when Trump won. Um, a lot of people didn't like Hillary Clinton. I mean, um, um <laughs> What can I say? But nobody thought that Trump would win. So they didn't take it as serious. But right now it's serious. It is very serious. Yeah. And like I said, guys, just the thoughts of us not having the, the right to vote and the thoughts of our ancestors uh, risking their lives and, and actually, uh, you know, sacrificing for us to have this right. That should be enough for yeah. you to go out there, uh, take off work. Oh, come in late to work, whatever you got to do, miss work, uh, go out and vote. The bottom line, there, there are no excuses. Yeah, Reggie said it. And, Reggie and said we, it. Because we need to get the, the current administration out of the office. Yeah. That's our goal. I, you, you said the golden thing, something, the key word that I like that you said earlier, too, was the fact that people have died for this very right yeah. that we have and the power that we have by getting out there and voting. And getting this um, administration out of the White House, you know, you we were talking about a guy who has already said that maybe he won't leave if he feel like feels like it's not fair. <laughs> this man is dangerous. We not we not ain't gonna worry about that. That'll take this, care of itself. As long as we show up to the polls and do what we gotta do, 
and 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 everything else to take care of itself. But we got to go to the polls. We got to vote. We got that's the that's the bottom line. There are no excuses. Uh, no, I I don't believe I, it's rigged. None of that stuff. Talking about it's rigged. Somebody already gonna win. No, <laughs> go out there, cast your vote anyway. Well, he had a little help uh, when he first got elected by the Russians, but you know the <laughs> the Russian meddling played a big part in that too. <laughs> but we, that's another that's another show and another subject. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But but my my thing is right now, man. Uh, you it's got to be a daily conversation, man. Yeah. You know, anytime somebody call you, uh, you know, in the grocery store, the barber shop, wherever you are at, your 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 topic of conversation has to be about voting. And and if everybody does that, then I think that we'll be we'll be in good shape. <laughs> but we gotta we gotta drive this home. We can't just talk about it. That's right. We actually gotta be about it. That's right. And and you know, let me chime in also and tell you guys. Um, Something that's very important is um, if if you have something that you want to say, uh, please, by all means, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, message me. Would, we would love to have you on the show. Love to have you on the show. OK, because everybody's opinions matters no matter who you're voting for. To be honest with you, that's what my show is all about. I try to keep it um, neutral, um, plain and simple. I mean, and, 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 you know, if you if there's something that we have missed about um, this, say if you if you support Trump, you know, if there's we'd love to have you on the show. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's a show where we can agree to disagree, you know, um, we can debate about it in a friendly way. You know, we'd love to have you on the show. So don't be afraid. Message me. Um, and let's talk about this thing more than, you know, more than anything else. So I would like for more people to chime in and, you know, um, hit me on, you know, online, um, you know, come on the show with us and talk about how important it is for you, uh, you know, um, to vote and how important it is your, from your standpoint of view, why it's important for other people to vote as well. So with that being said, um, Reggie, I want to thank you. Um, for coming out tonight and hanging with me on the quarantine happy hour. Um, hopefully, I'll see you back again soon. I really enjoyed you, brother. Um, Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I appreciate you taking the time. I, I appreciate you even considering me to come on the show and give me a call. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> love the show, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, you, do. you know, I definitely I'll be. Anytime you need me, just give me a call, Doc. Will do, bro. Hey, 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 by the way, bro, I brought the um uh uh the great looking good on you, man. <laughs> I, appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I I've been thinking about trying that uh uh I think it's is it called just for men or Oh yeah, this is what it, this this one. is what it looked like because actually all of this is white. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just yeah, died. I mean, Sometimes I wear it gray, but lately Hey, no, but it looked good, though, brother. Don't You know what I'm saying? Appreciate, it looked good. Appreciate it, boss. All right. Um, once again, you guys, thank you for joining us on the Quarantine Happy Hour. We will see you next time. And until then, peace.